You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. This is not my home. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on Podcasts, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network that has a whole list of other Bat-related shows that also like to dive into other nerdy subjects that all of us love to frolic about in our free time. Batman Book Club is also on Patreon. If you like what's going on with the show and you want to help support the show and keep those generators running, in the Wayne Manor study, go to patreon.com slash the Batman BC and a quick shout out to a very uh, generous lad, uh, the newest member of the Patreon program for the Batman book club, the smell of comics. Thank you very much for the smell of comics for helping support the show. As I tell everybody that does uh, help out the show, it all goes into keep the show up and running everything. Um, it's never expected, but it's always appreciated. So thank you for throwing support our way. Now, thank you for listening to episode 190, Batman in February. This is, I believe, the 36th monthly wrap-up show. So this will be, yeah, three years now that me and this gentleman have united once a month. Um, he is from straight out of Gotham. If there were an Olympics and frolicking, he'd take home the gold. It's uh, Peter Arvera. Hello, Peter. Welcome back to the Batman Book Club. I cannot sanction your buffoonery. So really quickly. Uh, hey, you're muted. News. Oh, yeah, you're muted. Can't hear you yeah. anymore. It's crazy. Oh, I was just going, I was going oh, with that. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're All open. Right. What's anyway, up? Okay. Now that I'm open. Well, I can't sanction your buffoonery, but oh. I will break some news. Uh, Cody Bellinger, three years, $80 million back to the Cubs. So congratulations, Lauer. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Now mm -hmm. the Cubs will just let their fans watch their games. That'd be another thing. But oh, you can't. What do you mean you can't um, watch their games? Their marquee network. It's a son of a gun. Oh, I remember I had a problem with yeah, that we've, back in the day. I'd say I, I've told you about this before, too. And yeah, you you um, talked about it with the uh, the old Yankees. But yeah, um, yeah no but good. Do I have that that's a good uh, that's a good little extension there. Yeah, um, he's a good ball player. Peter, what do you think about that? Like this after we finish talking here, it will be three, three years that we've done this. We've never missed a month. Thirty six months straight. Never missed, always done it. We've read hundreds of Batman comics. There's there's only one thing to say. Suck it, Kowalski. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't know what I didn't know what, what the one thing would be. I really didn't. So okay. Kowalski. That's the right. only thing to say. So uh yeah. Just you know, put to in the work, do the time, know That's what right. you're talking about. Don't be an idiot. And, and you know what? Many people maybe <laughs> ways to live life. <laughs> I highly doubt anybody has agreed with all of our opinions, but the, hopefully oh, no. they've at least respected them. And they know that we say it with the, with, with love because we do uh, enjoy Batman. We are both high frolickers of Batman. We both are. No, we're, you we're and not. I both are frolickers. Peter is no. a frolicker. No. Fantastic. No. Okay. There we go. So Peter, let's, uh, Let's keep patting ourselves on the back and keep doing what we've been doing for 36 months. And let's talk about brand new Batman comics, this time released in February. 
Now, now, we're gonna do. We're gonna group it all into one. But for three, the first three Tuesdays, um, a new Batman issue came out because it was telling a three issue arc called mm-hmm. the Joker Year One. So yes. instead of going one by one on each, let's do like we usually do stuff like this and let's wrap it all. Batman issue 142, 143, and 144 was the uh, Joker. But really quick one. Yes. Really quickly. Um, Go for it. You review this for Batman on film. Uh, I do. I, I, I've done this similar thing where DC likes to make us read everything every week. Yeah. Like, how is your experience doing reviews, reading Batman weekly as opposed to monthly? When was the last time you even did this? I can't remember the last time they did this to us. Mm, back when they were maybe was Tynan twice a month for his run. I uh, maybe I don't remember. The, I was doing I, it to mock <laughs> Man, I mean, I'll never beat the twelve that weeks straight too. that you did for the the Arkham Tower story in Detective. Oh, that was twelve weeks. Oh my god, I think it was. I think it was twelve <laughs> issues. Um, but no, I can't. I, I can't t- I couldn't even tell you an act of like standby uh, that I'm speaking accurately. I can't I, I have no idea. This is the first time in a long time. I know that much because it's weeks daunting. In a row. It is. I mean, <laughs> it was fortunately for me. I had a optimistic approach to this because it was only three issues. Uh, and then what also you have a slow helps, week at work that usually. Helps. No, no, <laughs> <clears throat> I did not. But uh, oh, I did. Have, I, in, I didn't sweat. Yes. Um committed to getting it in the i was almost sweating it at the very beginning of like how do i make sure that i just don't say the same thing hit the exact same tropes three weeks in a row try to make something sound a little different but um, I, I have I, trouble doing I, that I, monthly yeah okay <laughs> uh but i don't know what helped though actually and out the gate with it right away was that i did actually enjoy this um okay we've been I, I liked it, didn't love it, but I'm very like towards the positive on the liked it part. Um, I think overall, I think I'd give it like a B. Um, all low. three under, under one. Um, a, You're closer it, to plus I, or minus? Plus. Because, wow, okay. and I'll, all right. and I'll tell talk, you why. So, about. yeah, no, then that's fine. So, Chip Zdarsky obviously wrote these three issues. Um, combining art from Giuseppe Chemicoli and Andrea Sorrentino. The strength of the book. So I was worried in the first part because I'm going to try to not go into spoilers as well, because some people will be waiting and read this when it hits DC Universe Infinite Ultra next month. But the the first issue did take us into the mind of the Joker. And I think that's a huge mistake. No matter what story it is, I don't want us to be inside of the Joker. I think it's it's ineffective. Um it, it, we need to be surprised by him as a character. That is an appeal of the character. And I think Zdarsky dropped most of that, if not all of it, in issues two and three of this. And I was thankful for the second issue. Um, there was an, a character introduced that also uh, we became aware of in, was it The Night that Zdarsky yeah. did? Yeah. The Batman The Night that you and I were high on for kind of the first the first issue and then the rest you and I were like, not our, we didn't like it. Yeah. tying some of that into that, which I'm like, and they brought in a certain character from that at the end of issue one. I was like, the second issue I was getting very like, but then something happened that made me say, okay. And then the third issue, I think just kind of really like succeeded beginning to end without any points that had me going. Uh, 
I can understand the appeal of a writer wanting to do something of like a transition from a quote unquote regular guy into the Joker and the internal, you know, you can get trippy with it and stuff. I just kind of think you should stay away from that. Um, And then also then when it tipped off that like you think this is oh, this is trying to go the killing joke. But in and that, though that's a little there, it's from uh, it follows zero year origin. And I think that's a that's a good route you should go instead of trying to make it like with the killing joke. Uh, and then I think what was what I was completely blown away by was this intercutting of the past to this future story of Batman and Joker and Joker's um, like toxin on Gotham. And I think what blew me away with that was Sorrentino's art and some of the panels and how he did the art and everything was just kind of phenomenal throughout that I and I think Sorrentino I've I've seen some of his art so he did the imposter Batman the imposter but I've read some of his other stuff that was horror he does really good atmospheric creepy freaking horror and I loved that stuff from this too so uh I try to refrain from the who was asking for this ever saying that because if if we only got what exactly we were asking for we wouldn't evolve in uh media at all in stories and characters um so it was just kind of like, huh, Joker, you're one. Eh, I don't know. I guess we'll see. And I don't think there was anything that was really contradicting to the history of the Joker. And you can kind of take from this, you can take the Joker and have shades of gray of like nothing's completely definitive, definitive of like well, Zdarsky put this permanent stamp on the character and this is how he does it. It's kind of left open. It could be like a multiple choice kind of thing. So that's my long spiel. Take it away, Peter. Um, I give uh, I'm with you about like, you know, a writer tackling the origin of the Joker. It's a daunting task. I'd stay away from it. I give yeah. a trek, uh, credit for trying sure. to uh, to make this his own. I just I just didn't enjoy it. Okay. Um, having Batman and the Joker essentially being trained by the same person is a, is a really stupid idea, in my opinion. Yes. Um, I think it's horrible. Uh, and that it goes back into the night, which I did not like at all. Um, and then the, I did like uh, the Joker's scheme at one part of the book where he had this virus thing or mm-hmm. I don't know, this, whatever, whatever it was that was turning people into Jokers and stuff. That was okay. But at the same time, I'm like, this feels like I'm reliving death of, of the family. Right. Like I just, oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm seeing everyone wearing Joker faces again. Like I was just like, I, saw this before end game yeah end game, end game was it's yeah that was Snyder, the, the snyder spread. it was scott snyder uh sorry yep. i'm not the biggest snyder fan uh scott snyder so like it's not like fresh uh so like it just feels like that and it's to be honest uh, the artwork's cool if i feel like i'm talking about detective the artwork's cool the story sucks yes, uh <laughs> you know i'm just it, it, I'm, I'm at a really low point with batman uh on the on the both legacy titles i'm just i i'm not buying either of them and i'm just really not happy uh and i don't know doing this weekly like was it even worth it i don't know like this feels rushed uh i always feel like when they do this to the writer they're they're pushing they just push three months of comics in one month right i just i don't know like i just feel like i don't get why they do this stuff uh weekly like this didn't need to be told weekly there was no difference in my opinion so it feels like they're getting Zdarsky out the door. Uh, they're oh. just getting these issues. That's that's my take. That's I don't okay. know how comics works. If I was, sure. that's how I assume. Like we remember, we were well, talking you know about how Rocky? comics work. You're a professional fan. You know how they work. But 
in no, this case, you don't know if that's the really microphone. <laughs> you know, like when, when we were talking about Tamaki, like they pushed a the whole year out. So they got her out the door fast. That, I, that's my opinion. That's what they're doing. Uh, I don't know if it's not selling or people don't like it, but uh, this feels like they just, they're moving it along to get somebody else in, in Batman. Uh, I, but I don't know sales numbers. I'm yeah, I'm curious to see if there's a way to find the sales numbers for this and if it did pay off or not. I am glad they actually did all three this month rather than dragging it out. Um, it was a nice detour of I don't know, like I kind of did look forward to this because we were getting rid of the fail safe crap. I was until I read it. <laughs> as we <laughs> said last as we said like last month, the I didn't like the you know, the lead into this issue and how Bruce was what sharing a cell with Joker who knows that Bruce is Batman and it's all like, eh, bleh, 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 bleh. it's if like, I know that you're Batman. And then like somehow what this is going to connect somehow to fail safe. And we're back to fail safe next month. And I'm like, God, um, yeah, but I, as far as these go, so I'm showing Pete in the third part, there's this image. That's, yeah, that's like cool. Affleck dark Knight returns. Is what uh, I, I thought, I thought of that right away. <laughs> it was heavily in the book, to be honest with you. I thought, oh, I yeah, definitely. And I thought it looked great, but there's like some images of Sorrentino how he does his art, but then this is almost like he takes panels and does like the Bermejo touch to where it almost makes it look a little bit more photorealistic and yeah, lifelike. I, and I loved him doing that throughout his work on this. So, um, so there you go. You get it probably like what a, a pass from you, or would you say people eh, try it, or would you kind of say nah, pass? Uh, this is uh, meh. I, I'm meh. just okay. I'm not buying this. I I play. I drop Batman. Uh, okay. I you know, he, I've had such an up and down uh, experience with this Zdarsky run. I was so high on him coming after Daredevil. Yeah. Um. He he won me back when he brought Keaton back in during his stupid little handless Batman phase. Yeah. Like that brought me back. You know that that era that Batman will always kind of uh, have a special place in my heart. Obviously, so. Uh, I came back for that issue, um, but after that, it's kind of been like uh, I don't know. Speaking and I know that the Terminator's coming at some point, right? Like, yeah. I'm just, like I'm not. I'm just. Well, the cover for the next issue is Batman going hush, and his face is wrapped in bandage, and it says something about failsafe on the cover. Even I'm like, man, I'm just Zadarsky, man. I, like if this is what we're settling in for for another like year or so too, I'm like, yeah, like I'm that. ready to move on from it. Like I don't mm. I don't want it. But speaking of Keaton, hey. Batman 89 Echoes, issue number two, finally. We're going to talk about it next month, Pete, because it's coming out. How long sure. has it been? <laughs> November. Okay. It was supposed wow. to be December, and then, yeah, January, then February, and then March. So, hey, look at that. Well, uh, you know, I just, I hope everyone's okay, right? Like, I, I just, yeah. Right, you know, like, things get delayed for a reason. I hope everyone's doing all right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, there There's you go. a lot to talk about, so I haven't really missed it, not because I haven't been enjoying it, but just because. Yeah, we've, you know, we've had enough. We've had yeah. enough to talk about. So <laughs> this is one of our lighter months. If I have to be honest with you. Yeah. It, just, it, it felt very easy. It Yeah, it was. Um, I think I read half of everything in one sitting and was like, oh, wow, look at this. I'm almost I'm almost all caught up. So there you go. Joker year one. Look forward on DC Universe Infinite Ultra next month. Yeah. Um, or just go to the comic shop Pete, or go to the comic shop. I I liked it. Pete was meh. Um, I guess it's just like it depends. I'd be curious because I actually haven't seen much. I haven't seen much reaction online and I really want to see what other people think me and a uh, bill. When I was on the social hour podcast on Batman on film with him recently, we talked really briefly about this and I think he felt pretty much like you of, he was very much like eh. some parts he thought were cool. Other parts were eh. So, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, maybe that's yeah, exactly. So maybe that's going to be the uh, overall consensus. I don't know. Uh, also, the let's see, the first Tuesday of the month. I'm assuming, but maybe I shouldn't assume. Pete, you didn't read the Batman and Scooby Doo Mysteries number two. I forget about this book until we do the show. I'm so sorry. I and no, no, it's fine. <laughs> but I apologize that I didn't tell you because I know you don't read these. You, you like you don't unless I say, hey, you should read this. Scrappy. This is one that I think you should read though because it's got your boy Solomon Grundy. Oh, okay. So yeah. I won't go too much into it other than uh, Mystery Inc. You know they're they're trying to take a shortcut to Gotham City and they end up in the swamp and uh, who do they see? They see good old. Solomon Grundy. Oh, you know this. Solomon you'd Grundy. Have, you'd have fun and with a pup Pete. named Scooby Doo. I'll always tune in for. And sings to Pete. So go back and Pete. I think you should read this one. You'd have fun with it. Also, looks very much, you know, like the Adventures of Batman. Batman, as he mm-hmm. usually does, I think, in these series. But then there's actually a really cool nod to Carmen Infantino. Awesome. Um, I'll show. I'll show you. It does not spoil anything at all. But I'll show Pete, and then, I mean, it's that. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah. The Batman and Robin on yeah, a rooftop. Yeah. Everyone corner. knows that image. Yeah. Everybody knows this image. They nod to that, which I love when they do that kind of stuff in these stories. And then I think the story overall was actually. I have like, a, a question for you. I have an answer. Do, do Shaggy and Scooby still eat like those 17 foot sandwiches in the comics? Um, you remember when you, you, you watch the show, they would just have. Like, oh, yeah. The, yeah. The yeah. Long-ass and you don't know how they never... can do that, but they do. <laughs> Does it ever pop in in the book? I've never asked you that. Yeah, I haven't seen in the few I've read. So I'm curious. There's there's something with them eating like in every single issue. And this issue is no different, but I don't think it's a, a seven layer sandwich. Okay. 15 layer sandwich. Whatever. Seven would seem kind of small. 15 layer sandwich. Um, yeah. Especially for Scooby who can open his mouth so tall. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I think I this is a. This one was a lot of fun. I think this was more fun than last month. And uh, even with the volume two of this series that came out, I think this would probably, this is the most fun one of those that I've read in, in quite a while. So worth that one's worth checking out. And I would recommend Pete, you um, give it a look. Sure. Let's move along then to the second Tuesday of the month. Mm-hmm. Batman and Robin number six. You can have at it first. Man, thank God for this book. Like, this is just Whoa. a wonderful, wonderful Whoa. book. I love this book. I do. I All love right. it. I, Javi hates it for some godforsaken reason. I'll never understand. But this is cool. I mean, it leans a little bit more towards Robin. It's definitely a little bit more younger audience. Um, So you know that getting into it. But, um, you know, like, it's kind of, it's, you know, it's, Robin's more, definitely more of the lead. But uh, you got to get some good Zaz stuff in there. Um, you know, <laughs> this kid thinks Zaz is, da- Zaz is his dad, which is pretty hysterical. So it creates some uh, interesting. Uh, um, Would you uh, call that call then that he's a, a Zaddy? A Zazzy. A Zazzy. Oh, a Zazzy. Okay. <laughs> he would have to be a Zazzy. <laughs> Zaddy. I mean, my I daddy is Zazzy. Okay. He can't be got Zaddy. It. That's already a term. I know. But I mean, you combine the two, the Z A D D. I don't know. But, Maybe okay. I don't know. I, it, unless you know, in the DC universe, they have the uh, the uh, the the whole uh, DCEU drama. Then maybe yeah. I don't know. Maybe it could be. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Anyway, uh, you know, I'm di- I'm digging it. I, I, I like Batman and Robin. I think it's cool. I think it's fun. I, I I really enjoyed it. It's it's probably the most enjoyable of the main continuity Bat books that I can. Uh, that I'm reading, um, but it, you know, it's not perfect. It feels a little bit nineties. It kind of feels like I'm at times reading an old, like a uh, Chuck Dixon, Robin book, Tim Drake, you know, it, it, it's not the same, but it's giving me like that essence. 
Hmm. You know, maybe because it leans more towards Robin. But um, yeah, no. And I've actually enjoyed Damien. Uh, you know, I, I know I recently just said on Twitter I want him killed, but I was just <laughs> you can still enjoy it and hope <laughs> I'm just talking about it. <laughs> I mean, he's already died once. What's the difference? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, I've actually been enjoying Damien in this book and everything. So I don't know. I don't know how you feel. So I'm interested to see what you have to say. Javi and I were on the same. We talked a little bit about it, uh, this book early on and how we were simpatico. We were both kind of in the same, you know, in the same bubble with this book. And I was almost done with it. But I don't know if it was last issue or issue four where I told you something of like i don't think this is like a turning point but i think i i did enjoy this issue and um i enjoyed this one too yeah i thought it was fun i get i get a little eye rolling i told you this of like how much williamson's putting in bruce looking at damien being son 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 like getting too mushy cheeky like smiley and like the very last panel of this one is like batman close up in the cow and he's like "Mm," like a big old smile it's just kind of like this is kind of dumb it's too it's too much like fluffy uh but i'll give you that yeah the the zazz stuff i actually thought that williamson sped through that really quick i thought Mm -hmm. because we were teased it at the last at the end of last issue right uh I thought it was like, oh, okay, this is where we're going for a bit, and then, I, don't I don't think the book's completely book wrapped up. Long chapters, gotcha. Okay, you know? which that's fine too. Of like, yeah, the shorter, let's keep it moving. So I guess that I was just surprised by it. That's not a negative or a positive either. It was just, oh, okay. I guess we're kind of. We're, it feels to me like we're wrapping this up now, ish. But um, yeah, overall, I thought it was. I actually thought it was kind of fun. And then this, uh, a character that pops up in this, I'm not really familiar with, so I'll just see where it goes if you've been reading williamson's robin stuff from the get-go lazarus island or whatever like damien's been on like this whole journey it all this this is like this is like one part of his uh his robin tale like uh, williamson's had a previous so i think robin so maybe that's something which i think is good enough to check out to be honest with you i know you don't so okay so he just said that um Writer extraordinaire Tim Sheridan with his uh, Shazam. He did like a four issue Shazam story that was connected to his Titans Academy. And I think there was another like mini series that was also part of it. So Williamson, he's got this going on, but then he has that Batman book. Zadarsky has Batman tying into his, you know, the night story and everything. Is that just going to be a new thing of a writer comes in and just has this massive thing? They're making everything connect to it because I don't really like that. But um, also, I, in the, I, if they're I, in that position, I could see a writer being excited of getting to do that. And there are some fans who are totally into it. And if I like the night better, then I would like the connections to Batman. But I didn't like the night, so <laughs> uh, may, maybe I don't. Know, I just I I'm not really sure. That's a that's a valid point. I, I always thought of Williamson as the new Jeff Johns. Like he just seems yeah. to have his hands in everything and when it comes to the big like company title, he's the one who's writing it. Um, but yeah, I don't, uh, maybe this is, I always thought this was part of his Robin journey. So maybe he, uh, maybe that is a, a thing going forward. Gotcha. Uh, cause even like, uh, well, no, cause he, V's Catwoman doesn't really tie into his Batman too much. They kind of just run parallel. Uh, you know, they don't really intersect, uh, or his swamp. Okay. So maybe it's just a co- coincidence between them two. 
Okay. Maybe they just happen to be on Batman and they're doing sure. Batman related titles. I mean, they're just fans like the rest of us. So they're but, probably yeah. eager to write these guys. Well, as you said too, it's Williamson. He's got his hands in all the cookie jars, but I think fans are enjoying all of his work too. Like he's a successful writer. Yeah. So. yeah. I think he's hitting a lot more than he's missing right now. At least for me, definitely. The only person that's missing consistently is whoever the editor of Batman is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Bringing in now is the uh, the editor of the Batman titles, special guest. Hey, Peter, talk to <laughs> who is this? I mean, do you up. even know who it is? No. Um. Yeah, no, I don't know. Okay. I, I, I'm trying to look it up, and I oh wait, Ben Abernathy. That was going to be my guess, honestly. Um. Yeah, let's let's talk to Ben Abernathy and be like, listen, about Batman, but <laughs> hey, I'm just really curious, what's going on? <laughs> I don't. I'm not enjoying a lot of stuff in the legacy titles. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, wrapping up though, Batman Black Label, Batman City of Madness number three, written and illustrated by. Actually, I didn't even say who the uh, Batman and Robin issue was drawn by. Shame on me. Uh, Shame on you. Oh crap. Nicola C. I'm sorry, I can't even pronounce it. C i z m e s i j a, and there's some accent marks on the C z and s. <laughs> I don't want to embarrass and so yeah. They're... Sorry. Ugh. So thank you. Oh, terrible. Yeah. Um, okay. City of Madness. Christian Ward, written and illustrated. Uh, Pete, you and I are on this Black Label train that we say this is where it's at, and uh, yeah. nothing has changed. Black Label, that's where it's at. I was completely satisfied with this, with book three. This is the end of this story. It was only supposed to be three books. Uh, I liked all three. I wasn't going to say I was hesitant on the first issue, but I knew that Court of Owls were coming into the first issue, and I was like, ah, I feel like we've gotten a lot of Court of Owls, but it worked within this. The story went to places I didn't expect. It felt original. The art is very much its own thing, which I think is a, always a strength for an artist is when you feel like you have something fresh to show and something fresh to say. It's definitely heavily influenced by Morrison and McKean's Arkham Asylum. And I just I thought this was this was a really good Batman story. It was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be revisiting it. Really I just soon, like in whole. <laughs> I just want to make sure, like, did I interpret this the right way? Is is Batman fighting Killer Croc and not a 70-foot alligator with two stomachs? So, I only read this once. <laughs> I'm going with it's Killer Croc. Okay, because but it's, like, it's I saw the... that at first, and I'm like, where, Godzilla's here? Okay. Like, I, had, I had to, I had to, like, reset it, and I was like, okay, I do dig this. Okay, it's, it's, it's Croc. It's his mind. They're messing with his mind. Right, yeah. like he's not seeing it clearly. Like he's clearly but. like. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a page where you're like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "He's got a second stomach." Like, yeah, or is it a mouth on his stomach? <laughs> so it took me out a bit, out a bit of the book, and I had to yeah. kind of like reset myself. But like, yeah, yeah, um, it went. It was, you know what? It fits in really well with Arkham Asylum because it's really far out there. Yeah. Like by the time you get to this, and then like I'm looking at Two Face, and I'm like, "Yo, Ward is really tripping balls right now. <laughs> he split him the opposite way." I was it's like, it's I was like, like he didn't have. Before, I had to look back, you know, like it's it like Morrison didn't give Ward what Morrison was tripping, but he like he's like, well, "You can't have the whole thing. I'll give you a small dose of what I'm on, you know, yeah. <laughs> just Morrison to get you to go that, to some like, of these crazy drug. places." Ward's got like dispensary drugs, <laughs> but no, like, yeah, it's, it's out there, I mean, man, but it's, it's out cool. there, but it's yeah, exactly. It's cool. Just like 
I know and it's done. About- it's not like going to be like some overarching thing for seven titles and 50 issues and like, you know, three own, other writers own contained story. Yeah. Kind of no rules. And I'm like in the sense of like, well, you have to make sure that Alfred's dead because he's dead in the main line. And you have to, ha, 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 none of that. I'm it's way more like- forgiving with that stuff when it comes to black label. Yeah. Yeah, do it's your like own it's thing. Just it's own story, and then, yeah, and it was a lot of fun. And I hope that numbers for this were really good because I think I think it's deserving. It's uh, the art was really it was stunning fun. All three books, art was, was consistently like, wow. stunning and good. And yeah, like I don't know, I just have I have good things to say about this story. I thought it was I thought it was fun. Um, but he wore totally messed up. I was like, yeah, I was like, where did this dinosaur come from? <laughs> yeah. And it'd be interesting of like when does he choose of so you have some backgrounds that are I don't want to say normal, but kind of like a cityscape or something like it's that. Like and then you go match. to one that's that's just like trippy. You know when when you have like you pour like the liquid from bubbles into something and the sun hits it right and it's this weird wavy like yeah, yeah. rainbow stuff like that's like then there's a co- background that's like those colors and stuff and then it's back to like a normal and I'm like I'm really curious how you can sit there and be like or like how does that work in your mind of like you know how I'm going to illustrate this I'm going to do really trippy ass backgrounds and then I'm going to have this be completely fine and then this is going to be trippy in a different way but it wasn't I don't know I just feel like I was along for the ride throughout and that just means I was really entertained by the story. So, yeah, this is definitely one that I recommend because, I mean, <clears throat> black label stories, they're just, I don't know, they're the heavy hitters. I don't know a Batman black. La- oh, hold on. The Batman reptilian. reptilian yeah. Yep. That black label did not do it for us. I never finished it. Um, but otherwise, I think the Batman black. Label that was like the alien resurrection of good. Batman books. <laughs> <laughs> and like at one point, Crocs just like giving birth. And I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, here? Oh, man, it was that one wasn't fun. That one was not fun. Um, but everything else, I think Batman black label wise has been pretty damn good and solid. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Moving right along. Uh, third Tuesday. Batman, Superman, World's Finest, number 24, the old Kowalski book. Yeah, this is a good one. This is a good one. You can kick us off with this. I like this. I, I was into this book. My man, Uxus, is in it. Uh, Ryan's, Ryan's favorite, Magog and Gog. So Magog. double feature for Lauer. Kingdom Come Universe is really cool. Um, I I just, I liked jump, jumping back into this. Uh, uh, it was cool seeing the two Supermen uh, kind of go at each other uh, in, in a way and yeah, I just, I, I, man, I just like Wade is just hitting like all the typical like fanboy notes. Like it just, it this felt like a worthy um, addition and a worthy uh, six uh, sequel to uh, Kingdom mm-hmm. Come. And I just, I, I dug it. I, I was into Daniel and everything, and you know Superman's righteousness. Like it just, yeah, it was cool. Like it, the way they he went back in time, forward, did flashbacks. Him and Mora just really crushed it overall. Like it's. it's it's if you've been reading DC comics for like any extended period of time, this book is such a treat for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And our, our pal from Minnesota, um, I messaged Garrett and asked if he, he, he was unaware of this. He has been keeping up on the monthly stuff. And I was like, you need to track these down. Cause you know, he goes to the, he preaches the word of kingdom come. So he'd be one that I'd be like, Hey, how do you feel about this? And um, the Mora, I think the last page last month was your boy Uxus. The yeah. first panel of this issue, like the coloring, oh, the drawing so of, of everything. Yeah, I, 
And you know, you love Ooxes. The wrinkles above you're the brow. Super, so adorable. You're a super fan of the of Ooxes, whereas I'm like, yeah, I Uxus speak Ooxesian. Cool. Yes, you speak. Yeah. Uh, but I just look at that, and I was just kind of, I don't know. I'm like, man, everything about this freaking image of him is awesome. Just like yeah. across the board, it's just awesome. And then you go through the, you know, the next ten pages or whatever, and he's just like a a force that is like he has a goal and he just like whoops the shit out of anything in his way from that to, till he gets to that goal. And I'm like, yeah, that's ready. The armada. Awesome. We will use the old ways. <laughs> like I'm just, I am. I'm like, yeah, see, that's awesome. That totally works for me of, of like, that's a good villain right there. Um, and yeah. Well, and then goats, ooxes, baby. Oops. Yeah. It's, it was a lot of fun. I, I liked, I loved this. This was my favorite arc of world's finest. Yeah. Um, easily hands down. It was a lot of fun. It was really good. It had it carried a lot of weight. It was, you know, the emotional parts. And like you just said, of like the righteousness. I mean, that blue Batman looks incredible. <laughs> no purple gloves to be found. No purple um, gloves to be found. No one was fisting Thanos today. Looks, looks good. <laughs> uh, but like where it does come to a point and like, yeah, like, sorry, but Superman's righteousness, like you just worded it perfectly of like, that's front and center towards the back half of this issue. And I think really nails it of Superman as a character. And I, like, I would, obviously you have so much more knowledge of Superman than I do. Garrett has so much more Superman knowledge than I do. Justin has so much more Superman knowledge than I do, but I'm like, I just feel like Wade, he understands the assignment and it nails yeah. home like Superman as a character for this. And I just thought it was, it was just really well done. This is a really good arc. It's so much fun. It's it's just it's just, it's just a treat. Yep, it's just great. Good. It's ice great, cream at the end fun. of the dessert. You know. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it's kind of like it's a completed story. You could just jump into this one. I mean, I guess you have to do some homework for the the Daniel aspect, but I don't know. You wouldn't be totally lost either. But yeah, this was this was good stuff. Highly recommended. Check out the arc. Um, and it's technically called "Heir to the Kingdom." Um, that's this arc so it'll be collected and released at some point it'll be loud my goodness are you tired no I, I just feel like i just said a lot right there oh are you scared i'm very scared of Uxus. that guy is not as uh as alfred would say he's not to be trifled with no 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 tuesday february 27th oh boy here we go Peter, Detective Comics 1082, take it away. This is your book that you've been championing, writing reviews on Batman on film for like a year and a half or two years or something. A lot of issues. Pete, Detective, go. I don't like it. And, uh, <laughs> that's it. That's, and that's I it. Just, All right. Next book that came out on that Tuesday. <laughs> uh, yeah, said it many times. It, uh, like love the art don't like the story like and there um i should have i gotta be consistent here i i was gonna butcher it not butcher it but mix up the name so obviously ron v wrote it arts by yes. ricardo federici and mm -hmm. stefano Raphael. federici's art i love his art flat out love his art like his art's yeah. great i love that guy's work period um my biggest Rand's, gripe is the intercutting of the stories. I, that, that, with I, the that question, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I guess just rinse, repeat what Pete and I have been saying past, you know, for months when it comes to detective. Not our thing. We don't like it. We're kind of sick of saying, enjoy the art, don't like the story for Batman comics. Um, 
we we want it it's not working for us i want better sorry not sorry the end yeah. we can just move on uh let's move on to happier times maybe maybe i don't know how you feel about this batman the brave and the bold number 19 number 19 uh yeah i was 10 number 10 i, uh, I don't know why i put 19 in there <laughs> number <remember>. 10 <laughs> you're, not, you're not paying attention no, i'm not paying uh, attention I, uh, the Batman, I, I'm not buying this book uh, for obvious reasons, uh, because mm-hmm. I think it's kind of a ripoff, but I did like the primary bat, the, the, the first Batman story. I thought that was very interesting. Batman uh, Mother's Day, part one by Carl yeah. Kershaw, who wrote and drew. I'm a big, I've grown on Mia Maps a lot. Uh, I can't pronounce her last name, so she's just me. I just give her the, the double first name, Mia Maps. Yeah. She's kind of a cool character. I don't know how, like, official. What's her history? Uh, she she stems from Gotham Academy, so I've had to do a lot okay. of like retro reading and not re- necessarily reading, but like wiki reading. So I've been reading fandom and Wikipedia, and I've been kind of getting uh, just a, a glimpse of this. So I believe she came from Gotham Academy, and she pops up in these anthology books. And the few times okay. she has, she's kind of like Robin Light, mm-hmm. where like she's not really Robin, but she'll put on a suit and act think she is, you know. So I don't really know. Uh, like her real standing because she doesn't really get mentioned outside of these weird anthology books and obviously Gotham Academy, but she's kind of a cool Robin. I, I I've kind of grown on her a little bit and uh, it, it, you know, this deals a little bit more with Bruce Wayne and his persona playboy, mm-hmm. not playboy. Who's he really dating type life? And that's kind of a cool little side story. Cause you know, like I feel like we get so into Batman, Batman, Batman that we often forget about Bruce Wayne. And so I appreciate when they do things like that. And yeah, like I, Mia's just cool. Like she's, I, I wish they would give her a bit of a mask. I don't know if I necessarily like the, the yellow sunglasses. Um, maybe if she had a yellow mask, I'd be down for it. But uh, it, it, I guess it kind of serves the purpose. But yeah, I, I didn't read the Artemis story. Usually I dig Artemis, but I'm just, I'm not feeling it. It's just like I had other things to read at the same time. And I will say, uh, there was another story in here. I didn't read that either. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what it's about. But um, Dan Waters. Oh, was it? <laughs> Dan Waters. Uh, not to be confused with the great Daniel Waters of Batman Returns. Dan Waters may go down as one of the worst Batman writers I've ever read in my entire life. Like, I just, from this point on, I don't think I'm even going to bother reading anything from him because it just doesn't jive with me. But this burger story was probably one of the dumbest things I think I've ever read. I, like, I see I, his I, name and I, I instantly think of you and I and I saw it for here and I was like, ah, oh, Pete. Like I just, I, I don't know. I, you know <laughs> he, I, he's yeah, doesn't I write it not, for Pete. I, I don't think I ever will go to the Dan Waters table at a convention and ask for a signature. Okay, there you go. Lauer could give me the book and ask me to do it, and I won't do it. Yeah, but you know what? I respect you as a friend to be upfront and honest. No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I will not do that. I, I I will sit in the uh, I don't know well, who who uh, I, what's his name Larry Fongline all day okay because <laughs> that one's right. going to be a lot longer <laughs> uh so that was the black and white story Batman the cheeseburger from Dan Waters and art by Ricardo Lopez Ortiz I was very middle of the road on it it was kind of eh. I mean it's fine but then eh um the art made me feel a little like Paul Pope at times too and um paul pope i'm hot and cold with uh so I like batman 100 or year one. this is a this is a black and white story that i'm like middle of the road it was all right but i didn't i didn't love it uh i the uh mother's day the main story i thought that was really fun that was really good intrigue like you said of where 
zoned in on Bruce Wayne. And then yet again this month, we get Blue Batman um, through and through. No purple gloves. And yeah, because that looks stupid. And uh, <laughs> a man bat story, or is it? Yeah. Uh, that like that was good. Um, and I like the I appreciate the whole setting up. I didn't know I didn't I don't have knowledge of of old maps, but yeah, she was she was a very likable character. It didn't annoy me of like oh, another Robin sort of deal. It was I don't know. It was like fun. Um, and yeah, I mean it it set some stuff up that you know it did a lot for its like what twenty pages, twenty two pages, mm-hmm. and I'm I, yeah I'm sign me up to see what happens next. Like I, I genuinely look forward to seeing the next the next part of the story. But that 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 was fun. That was good. Uh, and I didn't read the two middle stories, which, like you said, was Artemis, and then the other one, Nameless. The signal. Oh, there's Nameless, and then Lois Lane. The game was a prologue. Oh, so I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I, I'm not up to date on on any of that. I don't really. Meh. Whatever. Yep. More meh. Uh, okay, Pete. That does it for the the Batman issues. So now we got to go to Batman. Defense! the first one justice league versus godzilla versus kong number five uh i say this in a positive way more of the same in the sense of just like yeah justice league trying to figure out how to take out the monsters um it's fun i might i gravitate because i think you and i you and i talked recently even said that we're we think we're like kong guys uh we're skull island uh fans and so i think i'm gravitating more towards the green arrow supergirl kong story and especially in this in this one where kong comes face to face with grod and his uh and his Gross. army and i don't know i'm like that was cool uh nice little spin on what's going on there and i mean batman's involved in this he's not the star i'd say obviously superman is but superman has not done anything the past two issues or three issues he's, own, he's literally got his own issues <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I thought that this, I don't know. I thought this one was fun. It continues on to be like a, a good little, you know, summer blockbuster comic book story. Um, did you read it? I could totally see James Gunn making this a movie in like four years. After we just saw Jurassic League's coming to animated form. I'm just, I'm just saying like (laughs) this book is so well done. Like it's the perfect balance between the two. And I, I, I'm still impressed that they're pulling this off. And executing it so well, uh, everyone, uh, like everyone, really acts well within their own bubble. Like the whole underwater Godzilla, the Kraken thing. Like I was mm-hmm. fascinated by watching the Kraken fight that monster thing. Like I was really into it. The Green Lanterns were great. Um, like the Justice League is so well balanced and used so well. Like I'm so impressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it takes a lot for me to really get into a good Justice League book because there's so many moving parts and everyone knows I like solo stories about characters, you know, like I just love the character itself. Like I want to kind of be immersed in that world, but this is really d- done well. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm really digging this. It's so much fun. Like I, I just can't believe they're pulling it off. So this is better than both Batman titles in itself. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, it's been more consistent. Definitely. So yeah. So for me, I would agree with you. I think this has been better than the two Batman titles. Um, I've enjoyed it a lot more. Um, yeah. I, I, I thought Jurassic League, the comic, was just like fine. The concept it's, was it got, fine. It got it too much like, got tiring. Too be- beating a dead horse over you know, yeah. amount of issues. This is better than that. And that's being turned into an animated movie. So I'm I didn't even think of it, but I'm totally with you of like, yeah, why wouldn't this not be a 
I'm just saying <laughs> with the, with the <laughs> landscape should. of movies and the fact that no one's going to go see them and the DCU is going to shove down our throats, whether we like it or not, you know, like they're going to be like, we've got two. Like, I'm just saying we've got one dying franchise. Let's merge it with something. We yeah. want to be successful. Bring like everything together. I, I don't Godzilla be surprised if it so. happens. Remember, we, it reminds me of the old like 21 Jump Street men in black rumors. Remember those? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those. Except like this. That. So this would be titled. Robocoppers Terminator was always a thing. The title, though, because they'd have to bring it in to be Batman and the Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong. Like, <laughs> we got to get Batman in the title somehow. Um, it would just be Batman versus Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which, hey, you know what? I mean, I'm there. I, just... I cannot wait for the op-ed by Bill the morning yeah. that that is announced. <laughs> okay, okay. It's coming. Uh, also, let's see. That that week nightwing issue 111 now i left that off of the list with you because initially i saw francesco francovia's uh drawing the backup story with that um let's see who wrote it I'm trying to get there trying to get there hang in there that was written by michael w conrad i am a big fan of francovia uh and so i just skipped right to the back because i haven't read nightwing for a little bit ever since pirate nightwing um uh, i lost man really i stopped yeah i just kind of stopped hadn't picked it back up Wow. Um, I thought the backup story was really cool. It's really like cool, different, fun, obvious winks to DC stuff and everything. Like it was fun. Gave me the art that I look forward to from Frank Avia. Then you texted me. Or no, you um you posted online about the main story. And so then I went back and I read the main story. And then you texted me and said, You need to read Nightwing 111. And I said, Already did. But your you motivated me to read the main book, so I want you to have the first word on it. Uh, this is just, like, perfect. It's it's such a, a well-balanced Batman family book at times because Babs is even involved really quickly, mm -hmm. but it's perfect. Yeah. Um, like, anyone who doesn't like what Dick Grayson brings to the table uh, through Batman, um, I suggest you read this and uh, reconsider your ways. Because uh, I, I just it, it proves that Dick is such an essential part of the other side of Batman, you know. You, you Batman it gets a little bit of tunnel vision. Uh, Batman kind of only sees things one way, and Dick is kind of uh, you know <laughs> his eyes and ears out there to steal something from Amazing Spider-Man too. You know, he's he yeah. he kind of sees things in a different light. You know, like he's he's out there. They, they could occupy the same space, but Dick sees things from a different lens. And I think that's why Dick and Tim, those versions of Robin are very important to Batman and as, as is Nightwing. And this book just perfectly displays that. And then you have a whole different aspect of it with the uncle that you didn't see coming. Um, uh, I, it's This is probably one of the best Tom Taylor Nightwing books in probably the most overhyped book currently in production. But this this book was phenomenal. Uh, and I second it. Everything you said. I thought that this was awesome. Awesome issue. Uh, I don't know how many parts of it will just be two parts, but um, it'll carry on into next month's issue. I and mean, yeah, cover. I think, oh, so that's what I was going to say. Bruno Redondo does did the main cover. And I think that that is that is a great cover. But then our boy Dan Mora did a variant that I think is equally as awesome and looks great. And I'm like, man, which cover do you get? Um. I didn't even get that variant. I got the uh, I got the Valentine's Day variant because you got that. the Valentine's. Oh, look at you! Yeah, I'm I'm a sucker for Dick and Babs. I thought you were maybe gonna get the the Snow Angel variant, but uh, 
I guess not. You got the Valentine one. No, I didn't. I just I budget yeah. budget. You can't get every you can't get <laughs> can't every get all the variants, right? Yeah, like, that's what it is. But yeah, this was an awesome issue. Nobody has to be a monthly Nightwing reader to jump in. Nightwing 111, you won't regret it. You just kind of got to know your Batman and Robin history. Which I think everybody who reads comics does. They should. They should. You don't really have to know. Yeah, you you just don't have to know much. It was an awesome issue. I thought it was great. So I'm glad that you motivated me to read it. Uh, Let's see. Then lastly, I needed no motivation to read this one. Uh, Penguin number seven. Booyah. Um, Dude, this book is everything i've ever wanted out of a penguin book and i've gotten some great penguin books in my lifetime right we've 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 talked about a few penguin books on this show and uh we've loved each and every one of them in different ways different eras but this one is a really fantastic especially this issue just Mm -hmm. take on the relationship partnership of batman penguin Mm -hmm. right you know, mm-hmm. it, it, I love the guilty aspect of Batman letting Penguin do his thing for a fee, right? You know, like yeah. scratch my back type deal. Fascinating, fascinating. I, I, and I love, yeah, the, the the give and take, like you know, when they try, who likes to see how much farther they can push the other one? You know, like I, I, it was Tom King. I, at one point, I mean, it just don't ever question why he wrote this book because it's brilliant. Yeah. He, it's so funny because, uh, shameless plug, but somehow, some way, he ended up being a guest on this show last year. Very friendly, very nice guy. Like, just seems genuinely, authentically nice. And then how he can write some twisted shit in comics. <laughs> not like overly, like, whoa, this is too much, but just kind of like continues to just not know what. You don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. This in this Penguin series, I love it because you just don't know what's going to happen next. This issue, I didn't know it was going to happen next. Um, everything like you said, the whole the, the Batman, um, Batman Penguin, like team up, if you will, and stuff like that. And how Batman's aware of what he's doing, but letting him like, I don't know. All that was just awesome. And then. Stevan Subic, Subic, S-U-B-I-C, Stevan S, who did Riddler Year One. His art, this is the second issue that he's been on, maybe just for this arc, An Unimportant Man, um, which I don't know how many issues this arc is going to be, but I think that was excellent. Uh, yeah, this is this is just good stuff. Good stuff. Big fan. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm loving every minute of it. Um, all right, and that does it for me. What do you got? Uh, the only thing I have to add is Catwoman uh, uh, 62. Uh, Teeny Howard, uh, kind of a mixed bag for me, uh, this issue. Uh, I love Catwoman joining uh, the Suicide Squad, pulling off a mission for Amanda Waller. That's really cool. But the whole supernatural element she's bringing to Catwoman is a little weird. Uh-oh. Now I, I don't know if Catwoman has the powers of Shazam right now. Like It's kind of <laughs> crazy. Wait, that's, but, that's yeah. something. It's something, and and she literally has like nine lives. I think she's down to like seven right now. So she's huh. doing her own little thing. Um, it's interesting. Okay. It's not my favorite cat. It's not. It's not horrible because there's a lot of good stuff in here. Uh, but uh, yeah, I kind of wish it would kind of tone it down with all the the, the supernatural stuff. Sure. But yeah, okay. no. But it's still fun. It's still fun. But everyone's like, just like that's a head scratcher. Yeah, <laughs> you got supernatural powers. Oh, great, Holly Berry, uh, Catwoman, then right. 
maybe that's uh, it. That's the influence. Maybe, 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 maybe patience. Phil. I don't know. I've actually never <laughs> seen that movie. I haven't uh, either. I, I one day I will. One day when I go down to the great state of uh, Hossville, yeah, and I visit him, I will. Uh, I'll buy the popcorn and we can watch it on his uh, the viewing we, party. I think he has it on Laserdisc. So okay, yeah, I think he made that himself. The Laserdisc copy of Halle Berry's Catwoman. Okay, I'll be there too. Okay, let's have a Catwoman viewing party. Me? You think Bill will come? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. We can follow Uh, it up by watching Batman Returns. You bring Holzman, I'll bring Bill. Done. Okay. If I bring Holzman, I don't have to pay for a plane ticket. He'll just call one of his like Kraken and I can ride ride the waves. All right. Done. Uh, Lastly, Peter, I have questions for you. Um, A couple. Yes. You've got a question? Number one, Ooh. what was your favorite issue of the month? Ooh. Penguin 7. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little torn with that. I would maybe throw Nightwing 111 because that was, I think, if if I get completely surprised, that wasn't even on my radar to read this month. And I was, and I got I got floored by it. Penguin, otherwise it would have been Penguin. But yeah, I think maybe Nightwing because yeah, I just wasn't expecting it. Where I I I know to expect great things <laughs> in this Penguin book by now. Like I don't think it's gonna tank at some point here on out. I think we're in for a good ride the rest of the way. Yeah, I just um, hope he has uh I hope Mr. King has passion for other villains because I wouldn't mind seeing him do other villains. Get some more. Let's get that egg egghead get comic. Uh secondly, uh there's a listener. By the name of Mitch Reisler, wrestler R E I S L E R, he he actually messaged and asked if there was going to be a Q and A episode anytime soon. And I said I don't know. I actually haven't pushed towards people writing in with questions lately. So he took it upon himself to send an email with a lot of questions. For you, so I thought maybe for us if we were going to have a Q and A episode. So P, I thought how can I how can I utilize this. And we don't have a Q&A episode. So how about uh, you and I maybe just just limit it to one when we do our wrap ups. We'll get, we'll go through we'll make our way through these this questionnaire from old Mitch. And we'll just go take it one question at a time. How so I'm going to ask you this guy one, right two, in. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine questions. <laughs> wow. Okay. I yeah. So I, I mean, I appreciate it, Mitch, but I think Pete and I like we are these homework questions cards, or so... can they be like no. off the dome? I will give you no the, this first one, it can be off the dome. There are maybe a couple in here that I wouldn't hit on like hitting you up like right now and X. I'll give you a heads up um for a future wrap-up episode. So this is maybe part one of nine of uh Mitch's questions. A nine us. part series, the Mitch Spectacular. That's right, the Mitch Spectacular. Thank you, Mitch. Uh let's see here. I so Pete, Mitch, uh one of his questions is why is Batman evergreen? I think we can answer that without having to do homework. So in your opinion, why is Batman evergreen? You can lean into uh, movies, TV shows and stuff too, or or if you just want to stick to comics, but um, what would your answer to that question be? I think it's just for the simple fact that he's just a man, you know, he's a, he's a man doing justice and that applies that, you know, people, you know, get down with that. Mm -hmm. You know, he's just, he's just a hero, self-sacrifice, stuff like that. Like, you know, a lot of these characters, the reason why we levitate to them is we see a lot of our of what we want to be in them. You know, we wish we mm-hmm. could do some of these things. 
So I just, you know, just the overall like nobility and right. And this applies to mostly all of them, not just Batman, but I think all these heroes, at least for me. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Evergreen for me, as like, I think the, the first thing that you just said, like he's a, the, a real human being, like a, a regular human being. So you can just kind of fit him into the mold of the, the times because because he is a human being and his characterizations and uh, everything, how much has he changed from 1939 to 2024? You got rid of them damn gloves. Got rid of the purple gloves. But I mean, he's not, he's not too, it's not such a crazy, you know, difference. He's been able to remain the same. And it's like, well, let's just, let's change the costume a little bit. Let's add some other characters, but Gotham has crime and you have a man that has a passion to go and try and you know uh fight back for the for the city and I, that mission just hasn't really changed so i think that um i yeah I, I don't think that you have to change much to quote unquote update him when it comes to that so i think i think that's why he's evergreen is just the the point that many of us think of because he's just a a regular human being at a, in the end so yeah all right, Mitch, I hope you're happy with that. Um, next month, we'll come back with another one. Yep, eight <laughs> more to go. <laughs> Strap in. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Thanks, thanks, Mitch, for writing in on that. And, Pete, I'm going to let you go now. So why don't you go ahead and uh, accept my um, my appreciation for coming back for the 36th straight month to do a wrap-up episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, if you want to follow me, <laughs> thank you. Well, 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 now go ahead and plug away. Yeah. Mm, all right. Yeah. Thank mm. you. All right. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> and that was the last time that Peter was on the Batman book club. <laughs> no, this is a blast. I love doing this. It's great because, like, it's great because I I like reading Batman. I like talking about Batman, and I get to shove this in Justin's face. So <laughs> it, it's a win-win and everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you know, it's just it's one it of those things that it just brings a smile to my face. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to follow me in my UCC and uh, you know, <laughs> delectables, yeah. uh, you can uh, follow me on Twitter or X or whatever it's called at Pete Illustrated. You can follow my news podcast I do with the champion of Long Island, Eric Colesman, at Straight Out of Gotham, at Straight Underscore O Underscore G. That's Straight Out of Gotham. There's a Facebook group and a Facebook fan page. Um, here once a month with Ryan Lauer talking the good talk and I'm all over Batman on film.com, Batman on film, YouTube and Batman on film podcast. So uh, check me out over there. To quote the great, the late great Stuart Scott. Booyah. Uh, oh, follow Pete. Show. <laughs> follow the Batman book club. And I can't help it. But when I hear you say that because I'm so used to your plugs on straight out of Gotham. And you end it with the booyah. I'm just like, if you don't say it, I'm like, Pete, Pete, you didn't say it. I'm like, yeah, because I'm well, not on straight out of Gotham right now. That's not you the, dummy. That's, <laughs> that's, that's Holzman only. That's it. That's, uh, that's it. That's the benefit. That's Holzman gets benefits. You can follow. Whoa. All right. Holzman with benefits. Um, Holzman with benefits. Holzman, yes, Holzman with benefits. With benefits. <laughs> uh, you can follow the Batman Book Club on uh, all the, the social areas. So Twitter slash X, Instagram. Uh, that blue sky threads madness all at the Batman BC <laughs> for latest episode drops, upcoming episodes, sometimes some giveaways. And hey, you people voted and you do want another uh, Batman book club bracket challenge. So that's Ooh, coming up colors. in March. <laughs> uh, no, that's not it. Uh, okay. This one's a little bit more complex. So look forward to that. Make sure you pay attention to the socials for that and participate because it's always more fun when more people participate. Um, it makes it a lot of fun when when it's underway. So 
check in on that. Uh, subscribe to the Batman Book Club YouTube channel where Pete and I are going to No Man's Land this year. It's happening. It's going to be great. Um, keep following the show because I'm pretty sure March is going to be another really good month. Can't say anything yet, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, if you want to support the show, there's a variety of ways you can do that. Like I said at the top, you can enjoy, join the latest patron, uh, Smell of Comics, and uh, support the show on patreon.com slash BC. You can also go to tpublic.com and type in TBBC for the Batman Book Club. You can help out the show there. But if you want to help support the show and you don't want to spend any money at all, it's 100% A-OK. The easiest, quickest, and most impactful thing you can do is rate and review the show. So whichever podcast uh, outlet you listen to, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google Play, iHeartRadio, just go to the rate and review page and rate and review the show because the more reviews the show gets the more it helps spread the word and as peter and i both know that word is panic so for mr vera i am ryan lauer and until next time we my panic guys <laughs> <laughs>